0: so the semifinals are set we have qatar versus the united states and mexico versus canada in the gold cup welcome to did someone say soccer i'm your host nate and i have my main man angelito with me say what up
1: what's up everyone
0: Jordan was on vacation all weekend, so he didn't really get to see any soccer. He was in the mountains doing some hiking all weekend. Rico's in El Salvador right now. He didn't invite us to his wedding, so fuck you. All right, guys, so this is how it's gonna go down today. We're gonna make this short, sweet, and to the point. We're gonna talk some Olympics. We're gonna talk the Gold Cup. And we're gonna talk some transfers. Angel, what did you think of Mexico losing to
1: japan oh man I, I was hyped for this game and um you know after mexico won beat france pretty easily it's four one i was like yeah this team looking good looking like they're gonna compete for the gold medal japan barely beats south africa so i figured it was gonna be another easy victory mexico started off hot the first minute they 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 got close i was like yeah we got this whatever a couple minutes later you know the japanese come and counter they score after that another couple minutes later they get a pk off the bar ML got fooled you know whatever and and it sucks that the once japan was up two nothing they they were kind of playing it safe playing like a lot very defensive and uh um they were still beating mexico on the counters which was kind of bad oh man i don't know I was, I was kind of upset with uh mexico's defense i think it was montez again who gave up another penalty like he did in the first game which kind of took mexico out of this game and they ended up losing two to one it, it they just couldn't they didn't score fast enough i think it was a like 80, 86th minute when they finally scored and by that time it, they were too tired they, they couldn't come back
0: it was disappointing. Very, very disappointing with that match the The boys didn't show out this is their time to shine we didn't see Diego Linus show out we didn't see Cordova show out we didn't see where has Henry Martin been this whole tournament so far the past two games he's he hasn't shown up he needs to start scoring or they need to put somebody else in there I I'll, I'll take the, I'll take the loss. I'll I'll be the blame for this loss because I woke up at halftime and I completely got the time wrong. I thought I thought the game started at 7:30 when it actually started at 7 and I was like Angel texted me. He's like, "Hey, you watching? You watching?" And I was like, "Oh shit, I just woke up." And it was already what, 2-0 by the time I already started watching.
1: Yes, you were like, what the fuck happened? It's barely been, it's barely been like 15 minutes or whatever, and uh, you know, they're already down to 0 How did it happen so fast?
0: <laughs> All right, so Mexico has <laughs> South Africa next. What do you expect to happen in this match?
1: I think, I think Mexico is going to have to focus on playing better defense and not sliding people in the box. South Africa is also very fast, and from what we've seen in this game against Japan, that was their weakness. They, they're they giving up, uh, you know, on runs, they're, they're just looking at the defenders past them and uh, hoping that they miss or, you know, that they can slide them and make the, the team lose possession. But they can't be doing that. that. That That's what gave already in these last two games, they've already gave out two penalties. So. In order for them to have a chance of advancing, um, they they need to play smart and they are the better team. So they just need to relax, you know, stay focused the first couple minutes, figure out how to pick apart the South African defense, and you know just go out and attack after that. But if they have another slow start like they did at this game against Japan, I mean. It's just it's not looking good, especially with, um, you know, uh, France having an opportunity to beat Japan as well. I mean, they did beat South Africa four to three with two penalties or whatever, but they're still France and they can still show up, beat Japan and it would make the group very interesting Uh, being that uh, Japan already won two games and it would leave France at two victories as well. So Mexico just needs to play smart, you know, and they can advance. Once they advance, they can get their shit together and just worry on whichever opponent they get after that.
0: For me, I need Henry Martín to show up. I need him to score. I need him to make his presence known in the Olympics. So... Let's talk some Gold Cup. Like I said before, we have Qatar versus United States. Qatar almost gave up a three goal lead, and the United States got the winner late in their game. What do you think of this match in the semifinals, Angel?
1: Oh, man, I don't know what to think about this match. Qatar is one of those opponents that you don't really know much about. And being that they're, you know, in this competition, it it's it's easy to see why they advanced. They had some easy opponents early on and, you know, like you mentioned, they almost blew a lead against El Salvador. You know, Rico was probably rooting on his team over there. <laughs> but, you know, uh, it's just it's hard to say um how good this Qatar team is because they haven't had any real competition. So the, the U.S., they they look decent. I mean, they don't look great. But this Qatar team can test them. It's a new opponent, and they've done well. They've been playing a lot of, you know, it's division matches being that they're going to host the next World Cup. They, they've been playing well from the last couple matches that I've seen at least. So I do believe that they have a chance to beat the U.S. Yeah, I I don't know. It's going to be a high-scoring game. I think that Qatar is going to come out, score first, force the U.S. to come out, and you know they'll get their success as well. I'll score. I feel like it's going to be uh, probably at least two-two leading up to like the 80th minute, and someone's going to score a late goal towards the end and head to the final.
0: I think there's going to be a lot of pressure on the United States to win this game. If the United States does not win this game, I don't know what it says about that team that they, they brought there. I mean, they should have put the game away uh, leading up to this semifinal, but they had to wait to the last minute, and Matthew Hoppe came in and put it away for them. Now we have Mexico versus Canada. Uh, both teams look really good going into this match uh then canada beat costa rica 2 nothing and mexico beat honduras 3 nothing let's talk some uh mexico honduras angel we had we had Mori pinata and we had jonathan Dos Santos score in the first half i was actually with some friends and my one buddy was like I was, he asked me the odds, and I was like, all right, Mexico is uh, a minus 850 going into this game. He's like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to bet on uh, Honduras. They're a plus 350. I was like, you're an idiot. They're not going to win. So he put like $100 on the game and lost it within 30 minutes. So, But Maury's playing good. Piñata's playing well. And... Jonathan Dos Santos had his first start in the tournament, and he showed out. I was so impressed with how Jonathan Dos Santos played. His goal was nice. What did you think of that game, Angel?
1: I saw this game. I don't know why your friend would even bet on under We We both knew Mexico was going to win. It was a, you know pretty easy to see that they were going to win by at least two goals. But like you said... Jonathan Los Santos' goal was fucking beautiful. I mean, the way he placed it, wow. Reminds me of me back in the day, but you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Funes Mori, he's been great the, every game. He he, when he's just there, like they have to be careful because he sneaks behind the line, always gets his chances. He finishes most of like his shots relatively close to. You know, it's usually on the mark. He doesn't really, like, blast it off into the stands or anything. But this game was, like you said, it was over at halftime. And it was good to see the team clicking early because in the other games, especially against Trinidad, the very first game, they were, like, all over the place. They They were doing well, but they weren't working as a team. And this game showed that it's the best team they could have taken to the Gold Cup. And even though Jordan was making fun of us, saying, like, hey, I thought Mexico was going to be unstoppable. You know, he was clowning. This team, it looks like it's the team to beat. So I know they're probably going to beat Canada uh, probably at halftime as well. This Canadian team is decent. They they did lose to the U.S. 1-0, but... I don't know if we can really count that U.S. team as a test. I could see Mexico winning again three to zero, but I don't think it'll be that much. Mexico might just rest their players at halftime if it's two nothing and start taking people out, saving saving their players for the final. Since you know, is it? It might be Qatar.
0: Is it me <laughs> or since Hector Herrera has come back from winning? The league with Atletico, he's just become a different player. He is just like, own that midfield. And he's freed up players like Jonathan Los Santos to go out there. He's made space. He's creating. He, I don't remember watching this Hector Herrera in any of the other tournaments or games. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yeah. Um, Hector Herrera, he was... He's been beasting it. He, I think, got the confidence now where that's what he lacked before. And watching uh, the the Champions League this last season, you you can tell that he was more assertive. And he was just playing better. Uh, You know, it's just when you see that his level of play has gone up, it's a big difference from when he used to play before. And he's the leader now, I think, of this group because he has the most experience or he has, um, you know, he's the only one that I feel is actually playing well in Europe um, that wasn't, that's here at this tournament. And, um, yeah, he he looks like a whole new man. Maybe it was uh, winning with Atletico this last season that gave him the extra boost.
0: We haven't really saw much uh, Tito go so far, but I have a feeling that Tikatito is going to turn it up here pretty soon. I think that uh, he's just he he's just watching and then all of a sudden he's just going to it's just going to click for him.
1: Yeah, he, he 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 shows up in his moments and there's other times where he just kind of disappears, but he um you can never you can never just leave him there. He always has to be, have someone really close to him because he can just break out and score. Just that he's been a little lost in these, in these last couple minutes that he's played. But it could be because, you know, Funes Mori is just balling out and he's demanding the ball. He's scoring. So maybe they're trying to figure out who's playing what position or, you know, what works best for them, being that these matches are pretty much out of reach for their opponents by halftime. So we'll see what happens in this next game.
0: All right, so let's talk some transfers. Can you believe that the Premier League season is going to be happening in 18 days? 18 freaking days, and <laughs> Arsenal has not signed a center mid. What the hell is going on here? <laughs>
1: Yeah, eighteen days—that soon already! Wow. Um, yeah, there hasn't been a lot of signings besides uh, you know PSG and Barcelona signed most of the, the free players this offseason, and a lot of teams are hurting for money or they just don't want to go out and spend all this all this money on players that they might not really want. Um, I know we were discussing about how. Man United just got Rafael Varane and, uh, you know, our DXS podcast friends, Blake and Derek, were are not too happy that I said he's he's not as good as he used to be and that they overpaid for him. <laughs> um, <laughs> he He's good, don't get me wrong, but we've seen him make a couple mistakes these last couple of Champions Leagues. He's costed Real Madrid and... How much of it was Ramos being back there that made him look better? So I don't know. The, I don't think he he was that great of an addition. They're decent in defense right there, and they're probably losing Paul Pogba. So why are you focusing on Rafael Varane? And uh, you know, that's that's the other stuff that's going on with Man U. So, but
0: so Man United also want to bring in. Trippier and Saul from Atletico but they don't have any money to bring them in and I think this is going to be determined if Pogba leaves and I think the only people that can go after Pogba, only team that can go after Pogba is PSG or maybe even Barcelona if they can get rid of a few players
1: That that would be very interesting you know um, we obviously know Pogba declined uh, you know, his new contract or whatever. So it's it's interesting to see all of this going on. Like you said, there's only a couple of days left before the season starts and there's not a lot of movement to move him, but he doesn't want to be there. So I mean they start trying to shuffle some people around. I know that um is it Bayern Munich hasn't really signed anyone and there's a lot of teams that haven't really made a splash besides the teams we already mentioned. I don't know. It's, it's interesting that only Man United and um, Chelsea are really signing any players from the top six teams in the Premier League.
0: Well, now that you speak of Chelsea, the, I've seen some rumors that they're going to go hard after Holland, And it's like they're going to pay Dortmund like ridiculous amounts of money for him.
1: Yeah, I saw that too. Um, that That's crazy. I mean, they just bought all these other players and uh, um, no one expected them to go after Holland. Everyone, He's on everyone's radar. And I just don't see why they would spend so much on him before unloading another player like uh, Kai Havertz. It didn't really fall out. So get rid of somebody. I know Abramovich had money, but... Come on now.
0: So I saw a transfer rumor for Arsenal and it was Lerato Martinez from Inter that Arsenal are snooping around. They they've uh contacted Inter about him and if this goes down this is awesome. Like I I would be I would be so happy with this signing. I mean he's 23 years old. He just came back from the Copa he didn't really show out in the Copa, but it's kinda of hard to show out when you have like Messi behind you. So
1: Yeah, he, he's a he's a good player. He was impressive. Um, you know, when I seen him play, you know, we do the podcast and everything. We watch all these games and he he really stepped up this year. I think he'd be a great addition for Arsenal. Where it wasn't uh, Inter getting rid of everyone? They were trying to do it they were doing a a clearance sale on other players. I haven't seen anyone being signed.
0: Yeah. Well, I guess uh, everyone but Big Rom, they're going to keep him for the for the season. He's off limits. <laughs> All righty. So let's go into final thoughts. What are your final thoughts, Angel?
1: Um, I just thought it was funny because I was reading up on the Olympics, and uh, we know that... A lot of the players hook up with other athletes from other sports or whatever and i read that they made the uh frames for the athletes beds out of like cardboard so it can't support the weight of two people which i think is funny because every time i think about these athletes it reminds me of you know when mexico went to the to the Copa america and they invited all these women over got got in trouble so the fact that Japan took this measure to make sure that they weren't, you know, hooking up that they made it out of some kind of cardboard. That's just, I think that's what hilarious.
0: You don't gotta lay down to hook up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so I'm, we're gonna keep it on. My final thoughts are gonna be about the the U.S. women. Uh, I don't know what's going on there. I mean. We kind of thought we kind of talked about this angel. Has the world caught up to United States? And my things are, I don't know. I, I, I don't think so. I actually, honestly, I think it's the coaching. I think United States isn't, hasn't been coached well enough for these matches. They have the talent, they have they're clearly better than half these teams. They're just not getting it done. And I think there's so much talent and there's so much, I don't know, what would you say, like old people, old, old players that need to be gone that they don't know the right lineup or who to put out there and who to bring in because they have so much to choose from. So do I think that the world is caught up to them? Not necessarily. I just don't think that the United States have the best coach going into this to win the gold medal. All right, so, guys, thank you very much for listening. Uh, we will be back next Tuesday. And uh, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at DSSS Podcast. Hopefully, we'll have the whole crew with us. So make sure you guys tell your friends and tell your family. See ya.